Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 58 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. We have one of my absolute superstar students from the Slain Scale Product Academy. Her name is Allie Ruby, and she is the badass owner of Pseudo Force Studio. So on this episode, we're going to dive into a few different things. But one of the things that I think is super important that we talk about is one, um, how to overcome self-doubt. So that little voice that pops into our head and tries to convince us that we can't do things or we're not good enough. And, you know, why should we be an entrepreneur? All those things that um, you've probably likely dealt with. And two, how to show up as your authentic self on social media, in particular, Instagram and TikTok. And Allie is, I think she has like 35,000 followers on TikTok. Her account has like blown up her business. And it's so fun just to hear from, you know, someone who has showed up on social media and does all the things. And then TikTok has really helped just skyrocket her business. So anyway, absolutely love this episode. Um, we really dive into a lot of different things from overcoming self-doubt, um, advice to someone who wants to start their own business, how to show up as your authentic self, and then just some other TikTok content tips, like how to kind of get started, what you should do, how to navigate. Um, like I mentioned, Allie is one of the students who went through my Slain Scale Product Academy course. Um, it was absolutely incredible to see her from when she first started and to see what she's doing now in just a few months of you know implementing certain things from the course, getting results, and just having that attitude like, I am going to figure it out. I will make it work. I really love that. And I I truly respect people that have that attitude because I think that is what it takes. Like you have to have that attitude to sort of navigate through the product business world. So anyway, Ali's business is called Pseudo Force Studio. So according to her Instagram account, it is an unfiltered paper goods shop for badass people. She creates these amazing prints that she loves profanity and she loves like swearing and she just shows up as herself. And I personally absolutely love that. I think she's so amazing. I love seeing her on social media. I love her like no BS attitude. I respect that. I just think she's awesome. So I'm excited for her to be on the episode today and give her all the goodness. Now, this is definitely a longer episode, um, but I promise you it is jam-packed with so much goodness and so much good stuff. And 
I'm excited to get into it with you guys. So uh, grab your coffee, grab your wine. It's going to be a great one. Before we dive into the episode with Allie, I just want to quickly talk about the Slay and Scale Product Academy. So that is my signature course. And this is the course that will literally help you give you the roadmap. If you have a subscription box business or an e-commerce store, it will literally be the direct roadmap to increasing your sales, marketing, visibility, and systems for your product-based business, all without spending a penny on advertising. So most courses out there, all they teach you is do ads, do ads, do ads. I grew my business to multi-six figures of revenue for my product-based business um, in two years without ads. So I teach organic marketing. I teach all the ways you can get free money and traffic. And that's what I teach in my Slay and Scale Product Academy course. So the course is... Um, you know, what I call it is like, what what would you do if you could sell your beautifully curated products to a flow of consistent paying dream customers that were obsessed with your brand? Um, create your dream product business that brings in sales, customers, traffic, all without the overwhelm, self-doubt, and what do I do next syndrome. So I know like most of you, you are frustrated, you're confused, you're not sure what to do next. And that's why I created this program. I grew my business to like, again, multi six figures in two and a half years when I had the Dapper Dog Box. I had to figure this out on my own. And that's why I do what I do today. I do it so I can help people like you not have to go through all the stress and wasting time that I had to do growing my business. So is this program right for you? You're currently making less than $10,000 a month in revenue. So that's true. The caveat to that is if you're actually making more than $10,000 a month, but it's only on one platform, like you're only really getting sales from Instagram or like you're only getting sales from Amazon, then this course is for you because this teaches you how to get sales from multiple platforms through multiple channels. Um, you must have an existing subscription box or e-commerce business. This is not for people that are in like the ideation phase um, you should already have a business unless you, you're about to launch and you know that you need help after you launch. So that's the other caveat. Um, you really want to grow your business. Like you have an awesome product, but you feel lost, stuck, confused, and you just wish someone could give you a roadmap of what to do, right? You also have an amazing product that you love. You're so proud of it, but you're blending in with all your competitors and you want to know how to stand out. And lastly, you have so many questions, but you don't really have a clue where to find the right answers. You're spending a lot of time Googling. You're spending a lot of time downloading freebies, listening to podcast episodes, asking questions in Facebook groups, only to make you feel more and more confused. So if those things are for you, then this course is perfect for you. The doors close tomorrow night at midnight. We are not opening again until the end of January in 2022. So this is your chance to get in, um, have a group of people. People who are going through the same thing as you. I show up, I do Facebook lives in the private Facebook group. I answer questions for you. So I'm there to help you as you're going through the course. Um, you can start literally as low as $99 today. It is a no brainer. I invite you to come in. And if you have any questions, send me a message on Instagram and I'm happy to answer them for you. All right. Thank you so much for your time. And now let's dive into the amazing episode with Allie. Hey, Allie. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Yeah. It's exciting to be here. 
So before we dive into all the good stuff around TikTok and being authentic on your social media, tell everyone a little bit about you and how you ended up where you are today. Okay. My name is Allie and I am from the mild Midwest, Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, People do choose to live here. It's an exciting time. (laughs) And (laughs) uh, a bit about my background is I'm actually um, not a businessy person turned into an, I'd say, entrepreneur. Uh, I actually have my whole background is in genetics. I have my bachelor's of science in genetics and my actual full-time job. I work at a genetic research company in software and artificial intelligence. So I've a few years ago, I wanted to dive back into art. I've always been a very creative person growing up, but you know, I'm 32 now. So growing up, we didn't have social media like we do today. And I didn't think I'd be able to make a living or really even say a hundred bucks using my creativity. And thanks to the world we're in, that's kind of changing. Mm-hmm. What And tell us, um, I mean, I know your business, but let's hear more about what's your business now. Okay. So my business is, uh, it started with, I don't know what I'm doing, except for I kind of want to do this. So I've, like I said earlier, I've always been like hyper creative. And it started off with just doing uh, typography and hand lettering. I'm not sure if you've seen like the the flowy live, laugh, love. Well, I do live, laugh, (laughs) F-bomb. And uh, just really got into the lettered art. And then specifically people kept saying how I have awesome handwriting. I'm like, yeah, I do. And they said, you should get, you should turn that into a font. And I thought, well, why turn into a font for other people to use when I can use it to create my own art? So back in 2018, I started just doing um, like small commission pieces from friends and family for like, I kid you not, 20 bucks for like handmade, oh my handmade. God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I opened up an Etsy shop and started doing more stuff digitally after I got a new computer, fell into the world of Adobe. And you talk a lot about Canva and mm-hmm. I'm a hoe for Canva. for sure. Uh, And so now I do a lot of um, posters. I really like uplifting messages and I love profanity. (laughs) So it's really Mm -hmm. focused around that. And recently I've started doing new designs for clothing and all of it is around my business called Pseudo Force Studio. So interesting. I love it. Um, And I'm really excited to talk a little bit more about, you know, how you're using social media. And like, we've had a couple conversations just, I I feel like I, I don't know if, I don't even know if I posted about Gary V or I don't even know. Somehow we started talking about Gary V and like, personally, I am obsessed with him. He's like my hero and he swears so much. (laughs) He always posts, like he always has to like defend his swearing. And, you know, I'm someone who I definitely swear. I I think when I get really excited about something, I do. I also swear a little bit more. But I think, you know, you are just expressing yourself. And I think for passionate people, it just like kind of pops out. But I love his attitude around like swearing and like his kids. I just think he's amazing. So um, I do too. I think you sent me a reel from him before. And I was like, oh, yeah. This is my guy. Yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah, like he's just, he's so good. I just love how he is 
unapologetically himself. Like under no circumstance is he trying to like censor himself. And I just love it. I appreciate that. And I think, you know, he's not going to be for everyone, but I just love that authenticity. It's, I don't know. I love him. He's definitely somebody I look up to as well. Mm -hmm. He's so good. He's so good. And I just feel like um, I remember when I first found him maybe like two years ago, it was right around the time I was like thinking of starting my current business. And I found him somehow. And I just found his messaging and what he was about to, to be so positive, even though he's kind of always rambling on about like, you know, I don't know, lots of things. <laughs> I feel like he, I just love his attitude. I think he's super positive and he, I really feel like he generally just wants to help people. So I love that. Yeah. It's, I think it's that empathy and compassion that you can actually see in him. Mm-hmm. And then I think it really makes people who are, you know, a little snooty and like, you should not don't swear. Yeah. Like a lot of my TikToks based around what Karen say to me. <laughs> oh, and then oh like, gosh. well, well you don't know that there's so much more deeper than just this. So he's, he definitely, I feel like gave me that permission to just go all in. Right. Oh, that's so cool. All right. I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to have more questions about this. Um, I feel like just to start off. So what made you like kind of start your business? I know that you also work full time. What kind of got you to to say, you know what, F it, I'm going to go, I'm going to go in and like start this business. Was it just like a create, like you just wanted to have a creative outlet or, Yes, a thousand percent. So like I said earlier, when I was in like high school and whatnot, I wanted to go to art school and I took one, I think art class in high school and I hated it because I thought I was like, this is so subjective to somebody's opinion. So it was really pushed away from that. And I was like, oh, there's always going to be work in science. And so I really built my analytical side and it really suppressed that creativity. And I would say my idea of what creativity was is very different to what it actually can be, right? Like there's creativity in problem solving. There's creativity in um, writing. Like it's it's so much more vast than like, say, a painting or something. No, no hard feelings for people who are painters. But yeah, it was in 2018. So it was almost exactly three years ago. Wow. When I, I remember talking to... Um, my personal Instagram and saying, I'm really interested in doing this, but I feel like such an imposter. So a couple of my friends in college, they were in the graphic design or art department. And I was just so intimidated by them and like how they were like, we have to do all this sorts of work. And there's so much behind it when like everything that I've learned, like using all of Adobe, uh, pretty much just Adobe, it was all self-taught. And I was so nervous of wondering, what is everybody thinking of me? Why is she even going into this? Hmm. Interesting. It's so, it's so interesting how people, there's so much fear with starting a business and there's so much fear around what, especially like friends, like what are my friends or family going to think or say, or, you know, maybe should I like hide my account? I've, I've heard so many people that literally start a business and don't tell anyone in their family because they're afraid of like getting made fun of, or they're afraid of, you know, just like the doubt that also comes from family. Like I remember when I was starting my subscription box business, this was five, five plus years ago. And like I told my neighbor and I was really afraid to tell her. I don't even know why. And she was like a new friend. So it wasn't like she had I had known her for so long. But like I remember telling her like 
I'm going to start a dog subscription box business. And granted, like, I love her to death. She's amazing. But the look on her face that she gave me, I will never forget that look. And it's the same look that probably other people would have given me if I had been like, if I had seen them in person, I was living in California, I'm from Boston. And like, that's where all my family and friends are. But you probably know the look I'm referring to. It's like, it's like, oh, really? Like, why? Like, how? Yeah, or do you think it's worth it? Or uh, yeah. like for me, big, big time was, well, how are you going to market yourself? And yeah. let me tell you, the most I know about business is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, one of the, the biggest things that kept me back, too, is I was so scared of taxes. Mm-hmm. Like terrified. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to get in trouble, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't want to get in trouble with the government. I don't want to <laughs> just kind of feel like that outsider from people. Um, but turns out taxes are really easy when you pay someone to do them. Oh, taxes are awful. <laughs> it's like the worst part of a business. Um, but yeah, like, I do think there is a lot of doubt, you know, not only for, for yourself, because you're like, well, God, what the hell am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I should, like, who am I to start a business? But then when you also have that from other people, it's really intimidating. And it probably holds, you know, I kind of always say like most 90% of people in the world wouldn't have, don't have the guts to start a business. You know, you, you, it's, it takes courage and guts to start any kind of a business, especially when you don't know what the heck you're doing. So I always feel like kudos to anyone that just goes for it and says, F it, I don't care what people say. And like, I'll figure it out kind of thing. Um, for sure. And I, I think if you don't have that, I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never met someone who has a business who doesn't have that mindset. I know. It's funny, too. Like, I, I have a friend who, you know, we started businesses at the same similar time. And like, she's become a good friend now. And like, I had a chat with her recently. I don't know if it was on Instagram or text message or something. I don't remember. And like her business is is very big. You know what I mean? I don't know what her revenue is, but I'm going to assume it's like seven figures. And, you know, we were chatting about something and she was saying something about how like she felt like her business was I forget the I don't remember the context at all now, now that I'm like actually telling the story. I don't remember what the context was exactly. But like she was basically saying how despite her being at least a seven figure business, if not more, like she is killing it, that she was even like, oh, I I don't really know if I should teach a course because I don't really know what I'm doing. And I was like, are you insane? How like it blows my mind that someone that is that big could think that but I feel like for all of us we all have those like stages of you know imposter syndrome and uh, I mean I know like I for sure have it all the time with everything and it's just it, no, I feel like no matter how much you grow or how much you do you still have that like it's almost like the voice in your head that's just trying to keep you safe you know exactly yes and I oh. call her Regina George and I tell her to <laughs> shut the hell up yes oh my god I love <laughs> that's my sabotage voice it. I love it mean girls that's great yes um Regina George that's a that's I like that that's so clever um yeah it, you, you're more than welcome to use that. I don't have a name for mine, but I'll have to, I'm going to have to think of one now. That's good. Um, <laughs> so what, um, I, I feel like you mentioned that you almost didn't start your business. What, like what, what was stopping you? 
Uh, so definitely taxes. What is filing for LLC? Because you know, it's different in every single state. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think another big thing too, and I know a lot of artists struggle with this. First off, I didn't feel worthy of calling myself an artist. And then mm-hmm. first that imposter syndrome, and then add on, I'm a horrible person for asking for money. Right. And I think that's a lot of what a lot of people starting a business feel too, right? Is like undercharging, whether it's a service or a product. Yeah. But then um I mean, I have a whole history of money. And I think that's a big uh what's it called? Inner that's child that. thing everybody needs to work through on their own. And trust me, I've gotten past it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that was really difficult for me to be able to be like, okay what are my prices? And then really just realizing. And I think after the first time of just, let's just start and learn from there. So like I started on Etsy and I didn't understand all, (laughs) all of the fees. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I just had to run with it and figure that out as I'm going. Yeah. So it really was, I say I grew a bit of lady balls and I was like, fuck it. If I'm not going to do it now, how many years from now am I going to look back and be like, wow, what could have happened? Mm-hmm. And like right now I'm really in that, that phase of look at every single like second of your life is an opportunity. And what's another thing that's going to come out of this? Like I think of like how I came in contact with you. I found you through a reel. And then I, I heard you about your podcast. So I listened to your podcast and it was talking about a workshop. So I got the workshop and then you mentioned something changed with the workshop. So you were like, would you just like to join my, uh, was it Sway? You changed the name of the whole yeah. workshop, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, or the, the program. And so I joined that and I'm like, wow, if I wouldn't have done this, if I wouldn't have been scrolling through Instagram, if I didn't do this. So really it's just a, a, a compilation of ifs, but in the right way. Does that make sense? Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's like little serendipitous moments that kind of just change your, um, you know, like, I don't know, that's happened to me too with like, I found someone randomly and then I've joined something that they had. Um, Like for me, that kind of is like an, like when I was in the middle of, after I had sold my product business, I was like in this transitional phase of like, what do I do now? And I was like, well, I feel like I should just go and get a corporate marketing job because I felt like, oh, that'll help me have more balance in life. Cause that was a problem with my first business. Like I had no, I had no balance and I have like, I have a young child, you know? Um, and I somehow came across Amy Porterfield through my neighbor. And then she talked about starting a course, like an online course. So I was like, well, I'm going to take her program, even though right now I don't even have a business, but I have like, I have a vision, I have an idea, but I was like not doing it because I was like, well, I don't know how to create a course who would buy that for me. You know what I mean? Um, and and now you're sitting here like, what if I didn't? talk to my neighbor that day. I know. It's so weird. It's so weird. And like my neighbor's the one that convinced me not to get a nine to five. She was like, you, you are, you are an entrepreneur and you need to go with that. And I was like, you're right. Like I really do. So, um, yeah, like, so you didn't go get a nine to five. No. So I, I, I started this business, but I wasn't, I almost didn't do it because I felt like, well, I should, get a nine to five. I should just get a normal job. So I have more balance in life. Like, I don't know what kind of idiot things like I had major Regina George in my brain. Um, 
Major, major. So I just think like, yeah, if my neighbor hadn't have like kind of helped me and then I didn't know about Amy Porterfield, like I don't even know what I would be doing right now. So it's it's just funny how uh, <laughs> like just a few things really do change your whole life. So I love it. Um, so in terms of your business, um, you said that you also, or in, in your, you know, form that you filled out, you said that you were almost, you almost quit your business this year. Yes. So what happened that, what happened there? Oh my gosh. So that was back in February. So, um, pseudo for studio has been, um, a legal entity in the eyes of the government since 2019. So we're just over two years old. And, um, I felt like I was trying everything, but you know, with 2020 going on, I left a domestic violent relationship just at the start of COVID bought a house and I was isolated for the first time, probably in four years, you know, just getting back to just being by yourself and not with a, Mm -hmm. the worst person possible for you. And, um, that paired with, I'm an extroverted introvert. I love my alone time and I love being around people. Yep. Um, so I think over winter time and just being alone for so long, I just kind of was hitting rock bottom and I felt like I was forcing myself and I tried to do the whole, like, what's it called? Create batch content, right. For Instagram and whatnot. And I was like, wow, this does not feel like me. And I just remember crying and talking to my dad and saying, I think I'm going to quit. So if you scroll back on my Instagram, <laughs> you'll see back in February, 2021, it says this, um, this page will no longer be posted to, and then oh you'll scroll back up. You'll be like this bitch totally posted again. <laughs> so, um, a lot of coming back really. Uh, so I was, I was just really, I think in a season of, I needed to, to chill out and really find mm-hmm. myself, like align myself outside of a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that really helped me actually was, uh, my older sister, she is a life coach and she wanted to talk to me because I'm the only one she knew of who started like, say from like, when I say ground zero, I mean, you're, you're filing for an LLC. There's nothing that exists that you're building off of. And she was like, would you mind like sharing some tips with me and just chatting about it? And so doing that really like reignited a fire in me. Hmm. Yeah. So we have our own, like pretty much little mastermind club every other week. Oh, that's so Yeah. Cute. It's great. That's awesome. What kind of business did she start? Um, she's a life coach. Oh, oh, okay. So she did like, okay, I gotcha. Oh, that's so cool. So it's been taking off for her too. And it's been really cool to be a part of that. And she has for mine as well. Oh, that's so awesome. And it's funny too, like sometimes when you're at a, like a weird or not a weird spot, but like a low spot and just helping someone a little bit can like really just pull you out of that. So I've been there as well. Absolutely. Um, well, I'm glad that you didn't quit your business. Um, I also feel like it's important to recognize when we just need a break, like having a business is so hard. Um, it is mentally, like just it can screw you up. Um, I've been there more times than I could ever care to admit. <laughs> like, um, exp- like over the holidays, I went to my parents' house in Florida. It was like December, I don't know, twentieth or so, and I was in the middle of be- getting ready to launch a new group group coaching program that I had. I was in a mastermind. My whole mastermind was creating this stupid group coaching program, and then I was going to launch it, and it just like didn't feel right. 
and I was forcing myself and I, I don't actually like launching anything. I like, I love selling. Like I have no problem selling my stuff, but I don't like the whole, like I'm going to show up and do this and send this many emails. Like I just don't like doing it. I'm very last minute and I'm spontaneous. So I just kind of, which doesn't help. Like you have to have obviously plan, planned and executed strategic launches. But anyway, but I got to Florida. I recorded one video for IGTV and it wouldn't upload. I was getting so upset. I feel like I cried for like three hours. And then I was like, you know what? I, I'm not doing this anymore. I, I'm taking a break. I took like three weeks off of my business. I didn't do anything. I didn't go on social media. And I came back after that, like feeling so good. It was like I felt rejuvenated. So I listened to myself when I just clearly just needed a break, you know, Um but I think sometimes we don't listen to ourselves when we're going through like a transition or like a hard time and we just try to push through it. But sometimes just like taking a step back and not con- consuming, like letting your business consume you is actually the best thing that you can do. I completely agree. Yeah. And I I resonate with that so much mm-hmm. because like I, I'm very much someone, is this just Regina trying to talk me out of doing something and being comfortable versus... <laughs> Am I really so burnt the fuck out that I'm going to go mad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. and I think it's really finding where are you is, is that key spot. Yeah. No, I hear you. It's, ugh, it's a challenge. <laughs> I, I do plan on going on a tropical vacation this year, like for at least two weeks during that time though. So. Oh, good. It's, it was, what was it? In February last year, we got to negative 15. So. I decided I'm going to oh, leave. Yeah. <laughs> Negative 15. Oh, yeah. It gets cold here. No. <laughs> yeah. Up in, I think, northern Minnesota was almost 30. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy crap. That's the mild really Midwest. Cold. That is really, really cold. Um, wow. So I love to switch gears a little bit because I feel like what I and I actually mentioned you on my podcast episode that aired um, whenever I'm not sure when this episode that we're recording will air, but my episode from let's see the date, I think it's like episode 41 of my podcast, I talked about how to figure out who your ideal customer is. And I actually used you and your brand as an example, because I find that so many people that have a business or they have a brand, they have a really hard time, one, figuring out who their customer is. They have a really hard time figuring out how to stand out, like how to create a brand that stands out amongst the shuffle of everyone else that just copies each other. And so I used your brand and then another um, clothing brand as an example, because I feel like your stuff is super it's very unique, you know, it's unique. And I feel like I recognize really quickly with some of the stuff that you're posting about that you really, um, you know, try to be authentic and like, you're not trying to be anyone else. And like, I love that. I love that so much because I feel like a lot of people, um, they're not like that. They just feel like, oh, well, I should be saying this, or like, I should be showing up in this way because that's what everyone else does. And I love that. I mean, I love not doing that, of course, but I like that <laughs> because um, 
just because I think so many people do that. I think people really feel like, oh, well, I have to be like every other cookie cutter brand and all my competitors are doing this. So I need to do the same thing. And I feel like that really stood out to me about your brand is that you really you can tell that you're very authentic and you're just kind of doing your own thing and trying to attract your own people. Yeah. And I would say I'm still like, I have a brand. What? <laughs> when people say that to me, I got coffee with one of my friends last weekend and he said the same thing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm just being <laughs> me. So I think that might be something that I really have too, is I talk to my people, like literally the people who I think of who purchase my products or what really I think of is I create my typography and hand-lettered art for my friends. Mm-hmm. Like I am, I'm not sure if you ever heard of the word sonder. It means when so. you're walking, like say you pass somebody on the street and you realize their life is as if not more vividly complex as your own. Mm-hmm. It's all about, you're thinking about how are other people. So I always just think of how can I make my best friend's day better? And that's kind of why you probably saw this too. Um, I call every my audience besties. So mm-hmm. like on TikTok, when um, I'd post something and people would start following me, um, I comment back. Like one of my big things is I love the gym. I'm a two-time weight loss transformation person. And um, I'm just all about how the working out and hitting goals there really res- uh, ripple effects into the rest of your life. So a lot of my art is focused on that. Or inspiring people to hit their their goals, do the work. Um, but something I did was I'd always comment back to people, and some people were like, "Oh my god, you're re- you're replying back to me, you're calling me your best friend." And like so many people have said to me, I've never had someone say they're proud of me. Oh, so it's just like it's something for me that is that simple. And I mean, I'm not just copy and pasting, right? Like I actually want to make a connection with people. That I think has really helped with my, and I'm using quote fingers right now, brand. So I guess my brand is me. Hi, I'm Allie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. Um, no, I think people, I get it. Um, I think people feel very unseen, like across every platform that they're using. And I think one of the big things that I talk about, um, you know, in my course, the Slay and Scale Product Academy, um, and I talk about just in general is creating uh, a good customer experience for your customers and to create your customer super fans. That's the last module of my course. I actually want to write a book on this. That's like something that I've been, I have an outline for it that I started last New Year's Day and I haven't touched it since. So it's something that I'll probably work on next year, but that's how passionate I am about um, just creating connections with your customers. And I think the mentality of that, you know, is kind of like what you're referring to. Like you responded to someone and they're like, wow, people just usually don't do anything. So, um, oh, I'd I'd love to read that. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait. (laughs) You know, Seth Rogen, or what's his name? Seth Godin. Yes. Yeah. That's the wrong Seth. (laughs) He's written the book. The actor. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I bought like four of his books and one of them's about like tribes. Is that right? Oh, okay. I haven't read that one. Okay. It's on my, it's on my reading list for next, but yeah, mm-hmm. for real. So something, um, TikTok has been where I think I've grown the most and you'll appreciate this. Um, so back in May, I was like, 
All right. If I want to take Studio 4 Studio seriously, we're going to go balls to the walls, right? And of course, um, Gary Vee, I've listened to him. And what does he what does he always say? He always says, make 10 TikToks a day. And I'm like, are you kidding? What? Really? Yes. Oh so I started out in May making 10 TikToks a day. I don't how know. Do you, how do you even do that? Like, that's so much video. <laughs> it was stupid stuff that I was doing. But you know, the whole point of it was to get myself in there and to learn. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay, gotcha. So, um, how TikTok works is you start with obviously zero followers, and then um, once you hit a thousand, then you can do lives, and then you can also put a link in your bio, and that's a big mm-hmm. deal because lives you connect more. So back in the day, like 2017, you know, when Instagram had lives, I, I, or I, I mean, they still do, but that's when I think it was a bigger deal, like. 2016, 2017. Now people don't, from my experience, people don't really use it. Um, but with TikTok, how it happens is if you go live, it shows up on people's for you page as you're live. Oh, okay. And so if they see you, they can join in on the live. And so what I, um, I then started following a couple, um, TikTok marketers and I just started taking their advice too, of after you post, um, within the next half hour, make sure that you go live. And you're live for at least 30 minutes, engage with your audience. So what I started to do was I started to go live every morning when I was doing my makeup. You might be wondering, girl, you're working from home. Why are you doing your makeup? Because I have nothing else to do. (laughs) (laughs) And this also gave like a great time for me to like consistently meet with, I'd say even the same people, just chatting with them. Mm -hmm. Um, some people would say, oh, yeah, I'm just getting off the night shift. I'm a police officer or there's a mom whose kids just woke up way too early. And wow. it's really making that like asking them questions, them talking to you. I get asked about my hair all the time and like tattoos and just really connecting. Hmm. That's so interesting. I don't know anything about TikTok. I have an account. I've posted a couple of times. Um, I'm in a mastermind right now and there's a girl in there who's like, you know, Miss TikTok and she has like, I don't know, half a million followers or something crazy. And so she's been like, you know, talking in the group and then the business coach did a podcast with her and I listened to it and I'm like, all right, I have to do TikTok, but I don't know how. And I don't right now. I don't, I feel like I can't do another platform. (laughs) I have podcasts, I have YouTube, but I also am going to hire a VA so I can get all my all the crap that I'm doing just repurposed all over the place. So um, I'm going to do it. But I feel like I don't know anything about TikTok. And it feels even like for me, it feels very overwhelming to learn. So right. I get that. <laughs> I, like I, I totally understand that. I don't even know where to start. That that, But isn't that how it was with your business too? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. I just feel like I I can't I feel like I don't want to say it out loud, but because I feel like I feel like I'm being <laughs> I feel like I need to practice what I preached with everyone else, which is like just get started, just do it, just try, just make mistakes, just look stupid, which is what I do on every other platform that I'm doing. But I just feel like I can't do a whole nother one and like show up a million times a day. It's it's just too much. So I totally get that. I totally I get it. Um, who you said that you followed some like TikTok marketers who like, who are they? Who, I don't even know anyone that like teaches about it. Um, I don't know off the top of my head, their names, (laughs) but I'm happy to send those your way. 
when oh. I'm done here. But what's, what you'll also find on there is like, so the biggest thing on TikTok is, is trends. So if you can take a trend oh. and turn it to your niche, mm-hmm. so how TikTok works and I, there's parts about TikTok I like more than reels. There's things about reels I like more than TikTok. Um, but for TikTok, it's really easy to save, like say audios or redo it, an audio in your own thing. So like what might be says one person in the gym world talks about like say a creepy guy hitting on her i can talk about i can use that same um audio but the the written words are about a karen telling me not to use the word fuck (laughs) (laughs) so that's kind of what i learned that's one of the big things i learned about tiktok and then also like so much marketing like come on we're talking i pipetted shit 10 years ago, like no other. And now I, I can tell people how to create what's it called a hook and get people to stay and keep watching. Mm. Um, it's just wild. It's crazy. And the, the amount of organic reach that it has. So I made one, um, post, like again, earlier, I said, a lot of my focus is towards like the, the fitness community, people who want to work out people who need that extra push once in a while. Mm. Um, I came up with a saying that I'm actually, I have an IP lawyer and we're trademarking the saying that says you did not wake up today to be a weak ass bitch. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it went viral. Like Gymshark commented on it and yeah, how it goes viral is first it goes into like, say my followers, their playlist, and then based on how they engage with it, it'll go into the for you page for everybody. And then people can actually share it, like say from TikTok to their Instagram stories. And -hmm. it can tell you how many times um, a video has been viewed and then how many people liked it and how many people shared it. So that one video got, I think, over 600,000 views. And I I did the math and I was like, oh my God, this is like two months worth of viewing time. (laughs) Wow. So it's just, I'm, I'm so intrigued by it and how it can happen. And then of course, I'm so glad I took your class because then my Shopify is just going mad. And that's where I'm really, so this was in August, my biggest month. Um, So I took your class and I think late May, early June. And I think I still have the last module left to finish, Mm -hmm. but it helped me so much. Like, I'm not even kidding you inventory alone. I was like, uh, if I didn't have this and then all of a sudden I'm getting like, what, 400 orders a day, how do I keep up with this as quickly as possible? Mm-hmm. So it, I, I think I went, so I switched from Squarespace to Shopify in July and then August I had that viral one go and yeah, it was mad. And I'm just sitting here thinking of my mother saying you'll probably never be successful you keep cursing and I'm like mom I made over ten thousand dollars last month just in oh, revenue so <laughs> yeah oh, I'm just like ah that's something my mom would say too so okay. yeah <laughs> I'm not alone damn moms um that's crazy that is so crazy um I feel like I have so many questions I'm trying to think of which question I have first it's just amazing I love when people and I think I just want to come back to one thing that you said. You said that it was in May, I think. You said I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go balls to the wall. And I feel like maybe you meant like I'm just gonna go for it and I'm gonna be show up like as myself and just like see what happens kind of thing. 
Yes. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you a bit of how I, I changed my life around. Um, so first off, I've been single for like two years and it's been wonderful because <laughs> I've been able to put all that energy just into this. Um, but what I started to do is, so I work, I'm very fortunate to be able to work full-time remote and continue to work full-time remote. So also in May is when, um, I'm also a hoe for Starbucks. So when they opened up the inside for seating, I went there every day before I started working at 9am. So I'd get there at about 6am and I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do today but I'm going to do something. And so what, you know, normal people do with a planner is they schedule out their day. I use my planner in a completely different way. I just give myself like this free flow time of three hours to do whatever the hell I want, whatever idea pops in my head and just go for it and do it. And I write that down. Um, and then, uh, so I would do that for three hours and then I'd work my normal day, go to the gym and then come back and kind of, clean up or finish up whatever I was doing either the day before or getting orders out, but really giving myself that I'd say creative time in the morning did wonders. And then I just did that all summer long. Wow. I love that. And I like that you kind of came up with your own system that works for you. I think a lot of times I've like, I've learned this over the years as well of just having, you know, like my two very different businesses, but like my first business, I, didn't have a great schedule at all. Um, I would just wake up and I would start like packing boxes and shipping out orders. And I I didn't think of the time that my brain was actually most active mentally. And not well, what I mean is like the time that my brain is most creative and that I should be doing like the important things in my business that are going to get me sales, not waking up and just being like, oh, I'm just going to start packing boxes, which really can be done at any time of the day. And I wasted so much of that good brain time. And now for my business, I rearrange my schedule in a totally different way. And I'm very aware of when my brain is like creative and when I can like create content and do blog posts and do, you know, all the things I have to do. And it has changed my entire life, completely changed because I think you have to one be, you have to know when you're creative. Like you said, you know, you blocked off your time in the morning. And, you know, yes, maybe you didn't plan out tasks, but you blocked your day out at a time when like you're going to get stuff done. And that's I think that's the thing that a lot of people miss out. Like they just don't do that. They're like, oh, well, I guess I'll just do it at like 9 p.m. when I'm tired. And then something that should take you half an hour actually takes you like two hours because you're you're tired. And um, I don't know. So I think that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, like maybe talk a little bit more about that. And what, what do you feel like was the shift? Cause I feel like when someone says I went from, I think you told me that you, you went from like 700 a month to like 10 K or something crazy. How, like, that's a huge, something changed. So it was, let me just say that it was also a lot of work and a lot of getting out of my comfort yeah. zone. So yeah. also $700 in July was $500 more than my average month too. So it was like a big jump and then an oh. even monster jump. Um, so what I, what I think happened is once I started to see, I'd say my TikTok start to grow. So I think I hit about a thousand followers mid June in TikTok. Now I'm at about 32,000 and 
and that seems like a lot, especially for Instagram people. Like it's, mm-hmm. if you don't know TikTok world, there's people can get like millions of followers in a week. It just depends on what you're doing. Okay. Um, but I think like for me, I'm so inspired by growing like personal growth. Mm-hmm. Like if someone asked me this the other day, who inspires you? What motivates you? And I was like, I just enjoy getting better at things. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think my biggest difference between the two there was the way I kept showing up like on social media, particularly TikTok was. So when that one went viral, I responded to every single comment, which was over 400 comments. Wow. And so I would reply to them, but like, again, the, the, what's it called? My audience are the kind of people that I want to help, right? Like people who feel like they're not capable of getting to the gym or I can't lose weight or wow, thank you. I really needed to see this today. And then just a quick reply of no worries, bestie, I got you. And then they're like, where can I get this? And I'm like, I'll send you a message. So I would send them a direct message to my website so they can purchase it. So it was a lot of that, like intentional Mm -hmm. engaging with people. Wow. But I also feel like when you're talking, it just sounds like that you developed confidence. And I think that's, I think we rush to say, oh, well, I took a course and the course I went from, you know, this to this and it was the course or it was the coach or it was like I got more traffic. But I think we often forget that the confidence part plays a huge part of it. And like when you started to see results on TikTok, maybe that helped you just to be like, you know what, I, I can do this. I can make more money. I can get better. So I think that's amazing. For real. And like, so I've been at my work, like I love my job. I, I love what I, I'm very blessed to enjoy what I do and still be employed after a global pandemic. But every year we've had a layoffs at this time. And like, at like knock on wood, I don't want to be laid off, but if something were to happen, I feel like you were talking, I guess we were talking before about like, um, stability. Like one of my biggest values in life in general is, um, security and I need that financial security. So now I know, wow, I can do something that makes me so happy. That makes other people feel so inspired and so good about themselves. And I can make up to three times more than I make in a month. Wow. But, and and that's only one example, right? Like, so I'm thinking, when's my $30,000 month coming? When's the next (laughs) one? And it's like, that's not something I would have even thought of last winter. Mm -hmm. Like of being like, oh, I can do this. It's crazy. It's crazy how much stuff changes when you, when things start to work. But, um, I don't know if this is, this seems like a Gary V thing, but some, something about like, Oh my God, I'm going to forget the quote now. It's something about like success is on the other side of like consistency. Like you have, you show the hell up even when no one's watching, even when no one watches your TikToks or your Instagrams or anything. Um, I think that's something that people just don't do. Like people just give up too easily, you know? Um, and, know. and what I think of too is like, I, I might've been you, might've been somebody else, but they were talking about just make content for your immediate audience. So back in, I think May, I only had maybe 250 followers on Instagram and now we're at like 1400. And I'm just like, okay, my audience is this. If I stop worrying about getting more, what if I just serve my people? Mm -hmm. And then it starts to happen. 
Um, but something you talk about consistency too. I'm going to throw a little something out there that I did this year too. That's really helped me with consistency. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Um, it's called 75 hard. Have you heard of? No. So there's a lot of negativity around it right now, but <laughs> it was the best thing I've ever done. Um, it's this, I, it, it's based on mental toughness, but everybody thinks it's for weight loss. It's where you do two workouts a day, whatever you want. One has to be outside. They're both 45 minutes long. Um, you have to read 10 pages of a book, drink a gallon of water, a diet of your choosing, and a progress picture every day. And that's for 75 days straight. Oh my God. I have heard of this. Yes. That sounds nuts. Okay. But keep it going. It was the best thing <laughs> I've ever done. Really? Girl, it was it was the best thing I've ever done. And I started in February. Aww. So I was walking through snowstorms. I failed on day 60 and started over again. <laughs> so I spent almost half the year doing this, but you know what it did? I read so many books. Like, have you read the 10 X rule? Yes. Yeah, like even that, like I was just thinking of, wow, if he's preaching, everybody goes knocks or calls like 20 people a day. I'm like, if I, if, if people can do that physically, I can just make 10 TikToks a day. <laughs> wow. I love that. So really having that example of pushing past my Regina George and being like, let's just be consistent and see what happens. I always feel better after I do something. I love that. That's where did you first hear about that? 75. What's it called again? 75. Uh, it's called 75 hard. I know there's a, there's a lot of hate on it out there and I'm like, well, have you done it? So why do people, what if, is it just that it's like too regimented or something or they say that, but Mm. it's scale. It's so scalable to whatever you can do. Like they even say, if it's a snowstorm, don't go outside. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, I I can send you some information on it. There's a Mm. whole website about it. And I talk a lot about it too. It's interesting. Yeah. I can see how that's good for you though. I think. Um, yes. I don't it, know. Like, it really helped with the whole push through for me. And really I'm someone who gets in my head easily and can talk, not just talk myself out, but talk myself into crying. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so being able to silence that. And that's actually when I named Regina, Regina. <laughs> I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, I don't know, having something that you have to do every day. I think that's how you build a routine and that's how you build. That's how you create a habit, you know, and if you get your mind and your brain or body or whatever into like doing the specific workout or like drinking a gallon of water every day, once you do it for a few weeks, it just becomes second nature. But, um, but that's a lot though, two workouts a day and all the other stuff, but that's, that's good. I mean, that as long, I mean, if it helped and especially that you said, you know, in February, you were kind of going through a bit of a, like a transitional thing. And like, sometimes those kind of things just get you on track because it gives you something to look forward to. And it, it's just part of your routine each day. So I don't know. And that's exactly why I started doing it. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Um, so I just have like a couple questions on TikTok. I feel like I feel like you need to talk talk a little bit more. So what do you feel like besides your viral video? So after your video went viral, what do you think has helped your account grow since then? And when was that again? That was in June or? Um, no, this was just August. When oh, okay. it's get pretty okay. big. Yeah. 
Did you say my account or my business? Yeah. Like for your TikTok account, what do you think has helped it grow? Maybe post the v- the viral video. Um, so I've actually had a lot hit over a hundred thousand views. So I would say definitely doing at least three to four a day. Oh my God. <laughs> but like once you get going, it doesn't feel like a lot of work. Um, jumping on trends for sure. And going live. Hmm. Those are the things that help me so much. And how do you like, how do you think of what to, what to post? Like, how do you think of, do you plan your content? You're like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to post a video about this and I'm going to do like this trend. I feel like with, with reels, you have to like really plan stuff out. Do you feel like it's different with TikTok? Um, So I'm definitely a type A person, but the very much planning and structuring of social does not work for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, and with a lot of trends, if you don't jump on them right away, you want to jump on them like right when say it's hitting 60,000 views for small accounts. You want to jump on that then. And that's where um, the, what's it called? The TikTok marketing people are great. Cause they'll be like, Hey, this is trending. Hey, this is trending. And then you jump on it and you make it about your niche. Um, so for me, it was more jumping on those and kind of finding more of who is my audience and targeting more on them. So like doing, um, (laughs) I feel so weird saying I have home decor. Well, the home decor you wish was at target and Hobby Lobby, but we'll never be at target and Hobby Lobby. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of was like, okay, how can I focus on like, say the target home decor people. Okay. Interesting. Does that, did that answer your question? I'm not sure. Yeah. 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 I just, I, you know, I don't know a lot about it and I know a lot of, um, a lot of people I work with, they will ask me like, well, should I do TikTok? And, you know, I, of course Mm -hmm. I always tell people you want to go where your customers are. Um, right. that's where your customers are, then you want to be, you want to have a presence, you know? And I, and I, I'm very, I feel very strongly about video is not going away. Video is only becoming more and more important. And like, I really feel like you have to be, you have to get on video. You have to show your face. You have to right. build those connections with people. And I feel like TikTok is kind of the future. So I feel like it's smart for people to get on board. I think with product people, what I see a lot of people is like, well, what, what content do I create? How do I like, what do I talk about on TikTok? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't use TikTok. So you're going to have to figure it out. Yeah. Um, It's what daddy Gary V tells us. You just got to go spend 50 hours and consuming and seeing how other people are doing it and then tailor it to yourself. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I've seen a lot of apparel companies that are doing really well on TikTok. Do you, do you see other, what other product like niches do you see that are doing really well? Oh my gosh, definitely clothing. And I think for a lot of people too, like, I think it was, what was it? Northern ties. She talks a lot about everything she's doing. And I know that's what like, say big brands don't have Mm-hmm. behind them is they can't show you absolutely everything like yeah. <laughs> where their ties I found her through there and I'm just like we are the same person and it's just really cool being able to um like you can reply in videos like say someone asks a question in the comments you can respond with a video so that's another way to like engage fully with your 
um, audience or customers. Interesting. Yeah. Um, do you feel like, like, what do you, what would you say is the biggest difference between Instagram and, and TikTok? Um, easier to reach people. So I actually am old. <laughs> I think I'm old. I'm 32. <laughs> and um, so when I started on Instagram, I think I started in 2013, maybe 2014. And like when I had my first transformation, I was sponsored by bodybuilding.com. I was able to use, you know, the old school hashtags where use popular ones, you know, the more likes you have, you'll be on the top of the explore page for that hashtag. So I was able to build pretty quickly, but then since the algorithm changed, TikTok literally, and this helps being in software, how it's based off of how does your media audience react to your video? And then they give it to a bigger. So it's less to do with even likes mm-hmm. or even comments or shares. It has everything to do with view time. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So um, my go-to is under eight seconds. So the video should be under eight seconds. Yes. I would say six to eight seconds long. Yeah. Which is great because I can't watch a YouTube video without falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, she would hate mine. Uh, that's a lie. I would like yours. <laughs> well, I talk a lot if you haven't noticed, but I think for me, podcast is like my, that's my jam. I love it so much because I can talk and I can just like tell stories. YouTube is a totally different thing. Like you got to be short, sweet to the point, And I have a problem with that. So um, I'm working on it, but I do, I do think like six to eight second videos seem definitely manageable. So they're just like, like going to be viewing it, right? As you're like, oh, okay. So like hashtags matter and they don't matter, right? So it's like, <laughs> what's most important in the TikTok world? Is you, you, I'm a horrible teacher. I just no. say, just do it. <laughs> just, yeah. just start. No. You're fine. I just think too, because it's also a newer platform. And I, I mean, I guess I've heard of like a few people that, I think I've heard of a few people that talk about talk a lot of, a lot about oh, I can't talk today that talk a lot about TikTok. God, um, but I don't feel like there's anyone that's like the number one TikTok marketer that you can learn from. Like, is are there? I wonder if there's courses out there because I feel like I probably need a course, a quick little mini course I can take because I just I, I don't even know where to get started. Like, do you focus on the music? Do you focus on like, I don't even know. Oh my God. It's so overwhelming. It is. It can, it definitely can be. Yeah. But people are, people are interested. And I think Instagram just, I'm so like, I just had a different podcast recording with someone. Um, and I just was like, oh, I'm so over. She also uses TikTok and she's doing well with it too. I was like, I'm, talking to two TikTok people today. I love it. Um, Because TikTok is like, literally, I know nothing about it. Um, But she was, what were we talking about? Um, I don't even, I forget my train of thought now. Uh, um, I don't know. No idea what I was talking about. Finding marketers or people who can teach it. I don't even know. Uh, Yeah, I I lost it. I don't know. (laughs) You'll you'll figure it out late at night when you're falling asleep. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I totally lost my train of thought. My God. Or about Instagram and. Oh yeah. Okay. So I was just telling her how much I'm just over. Like a lot of people are just over Instagram. It's, and she was kind of saying that she feels like TikTok people are much more like much more open minded. 
um, where, you know, uh, Instagram is like a little bit more like snooty and people care more about like the perfect curated feed and all that. And I was like, that's so interesting because I think myself included, people are just getting over Instagram. Like you spend so much time creating stuff and then you feel like no one sees it. No one. And just feels like a big time suck. So, yep. I, I completely understand. And I've heard that before where, what is it? The Instagram is where you go to be fake versus TikToks where people go to be themselves. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So interesting. I Which I'm it. like, I don't know, maybe I just surround myself with the right people. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess I don't really see it. You're going to have keyboard warriors wherever you go. So, yeah, but I totally agree. I think Instagram is like, wow, there's awesome curated content. Mm-hmm. But like for me, I think TikTok's so much faster to make something and it doesn't, and people don't want, like, I just bought a $3,000 camera. People don't want a $3,000 camera quality. Mm-hmm. They want the generic quality. Yeah. And I think that's where it's really big for me too, is like, I don't give a fuck about spelling, pronunciation, whatever. What I care about is what is your message? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I always have typos and people will, <laughs> people, people will comment on my posts all the time. Like it, that's supposed to be spelled like this. And I just delete it. I actually get really mad. Like I actually don't get mad at a lot of things, but if someone points out my grammatical typos, it actually will, that pisses me off. Like, yeah, because I'm like, so you're not paying attention to this. Like, well, it's just, there's like, you have no idea the point of this. Yeah, yeah. There's more important stuff. And like, I'm actually trying to help you with something. And then you're just going to point out a typo that's just, that's not, I don't like it. So please leave. <laughs> um, my gosh, I love it. Um, well, this is amazing. I'm, it's been nice to chat with you and like just hear about your brand. And yes, you have a brand and I'm not using air quotes. And just like, you know, it's a breath of fresh air to see someone who just like truly just is being authentic and putting out stuff that will resonate with like a certain type of person, you know, Um, but also that you've gotten great success on TikTok. And it just seems like, you know, things are going in the right direction for you. So I think that's amazing. Um, Yeah, that's obviously been amazing to have you in my course. And just I love all my students and seeing them do well makes me so happy. And um, yeah, I love I've like I'm even excited for the holidays this year because I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm not winging it. (laughs) Yay! So very exciting. Oh, good. I'm glad. Um, okay. Tell everyone where they can find you and remind people again. I don't know if you actually talked about what products you sell. Maybe you did a little bit. Remind people like what your, what your products are, where people can buy from you and where people can find you to follow you. Obviously on, especially in TikTok, I need to like watch your videos and learn from you now. <laughs> um, so I chose the most difficult name ever. Uh, it's called Pseudoforce Studio. And so the reason why I chose this name, I'll start with that is, um, getting a degree in genetics, I had to take unnecessary classes like physics. And the two things I remember in physics was pseudoforce and having mimosas every Monday uh, in class with a couple of my friends. But um, pseudoforce is like, say you're on your way to Starbucks and someone cuts you off, you slam on your brakes, your car stops and you keep moving forward. And that's what I want my artwork to do is to feel like it's moving people forward when they feel like their world is stopping. So what 
why I chose studios or studio was because I don't know what creative endeavor I want to get in. And so far it's been paper, but we're migrating more towards, um, we, I, (laughs) uh, clothing as well, dropping a couple new designs here soon. Um, but my tagline's been unfiltered paper goods for badass people. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at pseudo for studio, uh, TikTok pseudo for studio underscore between each word. And then also on Facebook. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Allie. It's been so nice to have you on here. I cannot wait for this episode. I know it's going to, people are going to be like going crazy with TikTok questions. So I'm super excited. Now I can just be like, go listen to podcast episode, whatever with Allie, and you can learn about TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to help. Yay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate your time. No problem. Thank you. All right, guys, that was such a great episode with Allie. I just love her authenticity. I love her no-nonsense attitude to everything. And I love how she just shows up as herself. And I think it's a really important thing to to mention again is when you show up as yourself on these different platforms on social media, people are going to connect with you, your personality. There's probably going to be things about them that that, you know, either remind you of yourself or things that you wish you could be like, and you're going to gravitate towards that person and that brand. That is how you build a brand. Literally, that is why someone will buy from you and go through your website with your shitty website and your like slow as heck shipping and all that when they can buy it on Amazon and get shipping to their house in two days, ordering in their underwear if they want to. People will go through all that because they like you. So I want you to remember that. And I just love Allie's story because it's a perfect example of like when you show up as yourself and you say, F it, I don't care what people think. um, That's how you're going to attract people. So anyway, guys, um, such a great episode. Be sure to follow Allie on Instagram and TikTok. She's so funny. And I just love, love, love her energy. I love how she shows up. I have so much respect for what she's doing. And yeah, I just think she she's pretty awesome. So um, I'm definitely lucky to get to know people like that inside my Slay and Skill Product Academy course. So anyway, and then as a final reminder, Tomorrow, the the door closes up to the Slay and Scale Product Academy um, course, my signature course, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. Um, we were not, we're not opening it back up until the end of January. So this is your time to get in. You can literally start for $99 today. You will make back your investment. So this course is, you know, we have we have flexible payment plans for people. Um, I understand. I love payment plans. Whenever I sign up for courses or really anything, um, I'm always on a payment plan because why not? <laughs> so anyway, and if you guys have any questions, um, send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email and I'm happy to give you some feedback to let you know if the course is a good fit for you or just if you have some questions. Like I get it when you're signing up for a course or a program, you're going to naturally have questions and I want to answer those for you. So don't be shy. If you have any questions, just please reach out to me. I love chatting with you and I love also to learn who's listening to the podcast. So, and who listens all the way to the very end. So anyway, guys, um, I hope you have a great week and thank you so much for your support and for listening. I'm so grateful for you. And if you're listening today on the, I think this episode comes out on the 16th of November. Let me just open up my calendar really quick. 
Yeah. This episode airs on the 16th of November. Tomorrow, the 17th of November is actually my one year podcast anniversary. And we're going to be planning a very special surprise. Um, Not sure it's going to be on Wednesday, but maybe sometime that week. So stay tuned for that. I am so excited and I cannot believe it's been a year of podcasting. Um, I have to say this podcast is the the best thing I ever did for my business. And I'm just so grateful for the platform and for you guys listening to me Babylon every week. So, all right, guys, I'll talk to you next week. See ya. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple podcast and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.